Thanks for joining us for the Fight for Your Marriage podcast with Charlene Steinkamp. This is a place where you can find hope for your marriage through Jesus Christ. Hi, everyone, and thanks for joining us today. I'm so glad that you're tuning in for today's episode. Before we get going, I want to thank those of you that voted for the Spark Media Podcast Fan Awards. Tim and I were able to go to the conference last weekend, and he's the one who produces our podcast, so he is such a vital part of it. And we actually won the award for the best co-hosted podcast. So Charlene and I are super thankful, and we appreciate those of you that took time to vote. We love doing these podcast episodes, and we're always looking forward to talking with you and to sharing with you on the podcast. And so thank you for voting for those of you that did that. Well, Charlene's not with me right now, but you're going to get to hear from her soon. And like I said, today's episode is one that I know is going to bless you. We're talking about trust, and trust can be difficult some days. It can be hard to trust God, and sometimes when you've been hurt, you may feel a resistance to really trusting God with your future. And so today as we talk, I want you to think about where you're placing your trust. Are you trusting in the stock market or maybe you're trusting in your career or things that you do at your job that can advance you? Or maybe you're putting your trust in your marriage or your stand for your marriage. And those are obviously the wrong things to be putting our trust fully in. What we're going to talk about today is how you can really trust in Jesus Christ and how you can trust him even when your circumstances look uncertain and when you're facing giants that come at you in your life. When you face those giants, it feels overwhelming and you might feel a spirit of fear or doubt. If you look at your circumstances, that fear and doubt can be crippling. We have been in a couple of years now where the world around us has felt uncertain. You can just turn on the news and see devastation and illness. There's crises all around us. And there may be days that your life even feels that way. It can feel like the devastation is happening in your life day after day. But we can be reminded each day as we look into God's word and to look into his face that he is in control. One of the great stories that I love in the Bible is the story of David and Goliath. And David faced a giant, but he was not trusting in his own ability to conquer that giant. He trusted God's ability to handle the giant that stood before him. And that took faith from David. And that's the type of faith that I want to have in my walk with Christ. I want to be trusting him even when the giant in front of me looks so overwhelming that I know in my power, there's no way I can handle it. And I bet that's the kind of faith that you want to have in your walk. What's important to realize and what Charlene is going to talk about with us today is that that faith that David had was not built when he stood in that battle with the giant. The faith that he built was built in the days and the weeks and the months and the years leading up to that situation. That's our challenge today. Charlene is going to talk to you about trusting the Lord in every situation And she's going to encourage you to walk in faith no matter what you're facing. And I know that some of you are facing bad news. I know that you got an email that may have upset you, or you may have divorce papers sitting on your dining room table waiting for you to sign them. No matter what that giant is, you can put your trust in Jesus Christ. 
God is in control and you can be reminded of that today. You need to remind the enemy that God is in control. You need to maybe remind the enemy every day that God is in control when he tries to speak lies to you. And we need to walk around with the faith that we claim to have when we're standing in church singing about that faith or when we're reading our scriptures and feeling so strong. We can walk around as people that are not defeated, but people that are living victoriously. So I hope that as you listen to Charlene challenge you to stop walking in fear of what today will hold, but really build your faith that you will take this to heart. And I know you're going to enjoy this episode. Who is your giant? Do you have a giant in your life? Do you have circumstances that seem overwhelming? Many standers who are going through separation and divorce feel there are many giants that are trying to kill, steal, and destroy them or their family. What giant is bothering or tormenting you? Which giant is coming after you and your husband or wife and family? Is it the giant of separation? giant of divorce, giant of a non-covenant marriage, giant of a pregnancy, giant of illness, giant of finances, giant of jealousy, anger, or rage, giant of unforgiveness, giant of unbelief, giant of suicide, or giant of court hearings. And I could list so many more other giants that you are thinking you have. But God wants you to know that he will kill the giants. What does our Lord say about your giants as you continue your spiritual journey? As part of your devotion time today, I pray you will make time to read 1 Samuel 17, which I will not be able to totally read today. You have heard David's victory over Goliath, which came as a result of his faith in God that had already been tested and proved in his life. David's victory over Goliath came as a result of his faith in God that had already been tested and proved in his own life. David knew his Lord. David did not doubt or have any unbelief that his God would always win. Do you? 1 Samuel 17.37 says, The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. What caused David to not be afraid of the giant Goliath? David had a heart for God. He always sought the Lord. He prayed David had a deep concern for the honor and reputation of the Lord God of Israel. Goliath was not just defying the armies of Israel, but the Lord Almighty. David had complete confidence in the Lord's power because of his previous encounters with big problems and situations as a shepherd. He personally knew God could deliver him from the enemy. David trusted in God, not in himself. The Spirit of the Lord came upon him in power. Let me read 1 Samuel 17, verses 45 and 47. David said to the Philistine, You come against me with sword, spear, and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, 
whom you have defied. All these gathered here will know that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give all of you into our hands. Will you become a David? Will you put your complete trust and faith into your awesome, mighty God? Do not be like the Israelites, full of fear. Believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. Believe what the Lord says to you will happen in his timing. And let the Lord get rid of your giants. Zechariah 4.6 says, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. David was a mighty man of God, and he was facing a giant. The Israelites were out in 1 Samuel, all with the army, being harassed by the giant's words for many days and weeks. And they constantly did not believe or trust in God that they could defeat the enemy. What is the meaning of trust? Let me share what it is. Assured reliance on the character, ability, strength, or truth of someone or something. One in confidence is placed. And that is what the Lord is wanting us to do. Place our total confidence in him, not in ourself, not in anyone else, but to totally trust him with all of our giants, all of our circumstances. He wants you to know that he is able to conquer everything. Well, my goal for you is to not to be like the Israelites, but to be like David. He was a young lad. He had Saul wanting him to put on the armor of God to fight Goliath because he was so big and he was uh, so mean. And he did not kill Goliath only by one stone that he had with him. He knew who God was in his life, and he trusted God completely. And that is my goal today, is to have you change your mind from the spirit of fear and doubt and unbelief to where you will trust in the Lord completely, that you know who you are in Christ, that you know he is able to do anything, and you will trust him. So I wanted to share with you some scriptures from the Word that I think will open this story up and make you realize how many scriptures are about trust and how many scriptures we have in the Bible that if we will look them up in the concordance, you will be able to increase your faith or whatever you're facing that very moment, that very day, you look it up and you speak three, four, five scriptures to have your spirit know that you believe in the Lord and that nothing is going to take you into a spirit of anxiety and that you will walk in faith. Psalm 40 verse 4 and 5 says, Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust, who does not look to the proud, to those who turn aside to false gods. Many, O Lord my God, are the wonders you have done. The things you plan for us, no one can recount to you. Were I to speak and tell of them, there would be too many to declare. 
In Psalm 143, verses 8 and 12, it says, Let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love, for I have put my trust in you. When you wake up in the morning, are you not looking and thinking about your circumstances, but thinking of God's unfailing love, totally surrendering your heart and life that day to him, saying, For I have put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go. For to you I entrust my life. Rescue me, Lord, from my enemies. For I hide myself in you. Teach me to do your will. For you are my God. May your good spirit lead me on level ground. For your name's sake, Lord, preserve my life in your righteousness. Bring me out of trouble. In your unfailing love, silence my enemies. Destroy all my foes. For I am your servant. Now, imagine getting up in the morning and thinking of all what you may have and read just these verses, 8 to 12 out of Psalm 143. And doesn't that increase your faith, your hope, and your trust in what the Lord is going to do with you that day? He's walking with you. He's saying, trust me, I will destroy all your foes. I will silence your enemies. And that is where I want you to understand God's word is so powerful. And when you read it daily, it will increase your faith and increase your trust in the Lord. The opposite of trust is fear. Let me read a testimony that shows what we're talking about. I've been standing for a season and everything I prayed against has happened. I've been sad, angry, and every other emotion I could think of. Through it all, I have been learning to put my trust in God. I know he has a plan, and no matter what my circumstances show, it's not over. I was driving the other day speaking to a friend about how I used to be afraid to pray God's will be done because I didn't trust him. Again, I've been learning that I can put my trust in God, always. As I was speaking, I saw a Covenant transport truck. First time ever. I used to pray to see one, and they were simply weren't in my area, but God. He made it so I would see it and be encouraged. I go to Philippians 4, 6 all the time to remind me. I'm still waiting on my restoration, and I never thought I'd be writing one of these, but here I am. God is faithful, and he has a plan. We just have to wait and hold on. So do you see how it can affect you personally as a stander when you go through your seasons of emotions and circumstances? The devil does not want you to trust God. He wants you to walk and, and not trust him that he can work through all these details. But he can. And this woman was scared to pray about God's will be done in her life in a prayer. And I know I was the exact same way, and I've written about it. So I want you to know that we can learn to put our trust in God. This was such a good testimony that just came in recently that I thought I have to tell you about it. I read Psalm 86 twice yesterday, in the morning and at night, 
And at night, I continued to study and look up more verses about Psalm 86 and the word trust. Let me share Psalm 86. Hear me, Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. Guard my life, for I am faithful to you. Save your servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I call to you all day long. Bring joy to your servant, Lord, for I put my trust in you. You, Lord, are forgiving and good, abounding in love to all who call to you. Hear my prayer, Lord. Listen to my cry for mercy. And then I skip to verse 11, and it says, Teach me your way, Lord, that I may rely on your faithfulness. Give me an undivided heart that I may fear your name. I will praise you, Lord, my God, with all my heart. I will glorify your name forever. The benefits you will reap is trusting God in his word and growing in the Lord daily. In Jeremiah 17, 7, it says, Blessed is a man who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. Are you walking in confidence? Are you walking in faith? That is what you and I have to go for every single day. Trust is vital in your spiritual walk. And if you do not trust God, who are you trusting? Are you trusting yourself? Are you trusting other people to lean on? Or is the enemy trying to destroy you? In John chapter 14, verse 1, it says, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me, which was Jesus speaking. Psalm 20 is one of my psalms I love, and it says, Some trust in chariots, some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. We know who we are as a child of God, and we have to say, Lord, here is my problem. I'm going to lay it at your feet today. I am going to read two or three of these scriptures about trust, and I am going to walk in faith that you are going to solve that problem, and I am not going to think and stew or worry all day long how I'm going to solve it, because you aren't. God is going to solve the problem. He wants you to trust him. And if we trust him, he will turn things around to your good. And we just have to keep on taking one step at a time. I did a teaching on me, trust God. Now, if you're having trust issues, then this would be an excellent MP3 or a CD to listen to maybe more than once to teach you how to trust God through all the trials and tribulations that you're going through. What I read at the beginning of the variety of all that can come against us in our lifetime, we have to learn to know how to trust God in each and every circumstance. And God will get the glory because the people will see that you are walking with radiance and walking in faith And they're going to say, how do you do it? And your answer is going to be, I trust in God. I'm trusting him completely. And I'm not going to worry about it because it will not get me anywhere. I am so excited for how this is going to encourage you that we do not have to walk in fear. 
We do not have to worry each and every day about the circumstances. Get these scriptures, write them down, put them in a notebook or in your journal, and open them up when you are having trouble trusting God, and you will find out that the benefits you will reap in trusting God and growing in his word will be amazing. God will give you the joy. He's going to give you mercy. He's going to give you provision for your finances. He will protect you, and he will guide you in everything that you're facing if you will trust in God. Have a blessed day. If we can help you in any way, we invite you to visit the website of Rejoice Marriage Ministries at www.rejoiceministries.org. Thanks for joining us today as we proclaim that God heals hurting marriages. Divorce strikes families around the world, often with little notice. You can help us minister to these families with your financial gift. Visit rejoiceministries.org and help us teach men and women what Jesus can do for their hurting family.